This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, God is Doing a New Thing, Part 3. We will have seasons of dryness when we're not hearing from the Lord. It is important not to govern and make decisions based on your feelings and emotions. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Thank you again for joining us today. I thank God for his presence. I want to uh, just give God thanks for letting us see another day. Thank him for waking us up this morning. Isaiah chapter 43 is our passage for today. And as a matter of fact, uh, uh, we're in part three of a series that I've been preaching on periodically through the course of this first month of the year. Uh, This is our theme for 2021. And I'm going to read verses 18 through 21 of Isaiah 43. It says this, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. Because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. This is part three of our series on uh, God is doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing. And if I were to put a subtitle, part one, we just that was our title and that's our theme for the year. And then part two. I talked about God is doing a new thing in the wilderness. And so we spent last time talking about the fact that God has recognized the wilderness experiences that many people have traveled through. We've looked at uh, that fact. Uh, We talked. Let me back up a little bit. We even talked about uh, in the first part one, we talked about forgetting the past. That God has called us to forget about our yesterdays. I know many of you might recognize and know and recall that there's some stuff in your yesterdays that you don't want to remember. I wish y'all would say amen to somebody. There's some stuff I did in my past that I wish never happened. Uh, so he says, forget about that. Don't remember it. Don't recall it. Don't consider it. Don't, don't scrutinize it. Don't discern it. Don't give it a distinction in your life. Forget about it. He says, forget about the past, he says. So that was, that was verse 18. He told us to forget about it. And he says, he braced a new thing. God says, behold. When that word right there, verse 18 says, behold, it it means that God is saying in verse 19, behold, I will do a new thing. God is saying, wake up, recognize and see that I'm doing something incredible on your behalf. And and what I like about what he says, he says, I'm doing a new thing. It's going to spring up. It's going to suddenly show up. You're going to see it all of a sudden. It ain't going to be working its way in. It's going to just be bam. It's going to show up right there in your life. He says, matter of fact, it would be so clear and plain. You will know it. You will recognize it. You will will see it and acknowledge it. He says, I'm going to do a new thing for you. You shall know it. He says, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And we talked about what it means to be a road in the wilderness. It means that God is going to open up opportunities and a path and take you into relationships that will be the keys to your destiny. Oh, I feel like shouting on that point right there. I want somebody to get excited 
Because God is about to open up some doors of opportunity for you. I know you've been waiting. I know you've been wondering, when is your breakthrough? When is your miracles going to come? When is God going to work it out? But he says right here, I'm going to make a road in the wilderness. You have felt stymied and uh, like you haven't, you're not going anywhere for a, a, a time. Look like you've been trying to get out of the hole that you're in. But I got great news for you. This is the year that God is going to open up and provide for you roads in the wilderness. You're in the, see, the, see oh man, the slow down pastor. Somebody say, slow down pastor Jenkins. I'm getting, I, I want to hurry up and get to the next part because every time I talk about one thing, I get excited about it. But the other thing, say, hurry up and talk about me. Hurry up and say something about me. I, I, I get excited because I know what God's about to do. It's a new thing. He said, I'm going to give you roads in the wilderness. I'm going to bring you into a place, into a posture in the roads in the wilderness. I'm going to bring connections and relationships that's going to launch you into where you want to go. And I, I talked last week about the wilderness. I talked about the fact that the wilderness, everybody's got to go through a wilderness journey. I know that everybody doesn't like that. People don't like the wilderness. But in order for you to reach your destiny and do what God wants you to do, you have to go through the wilderness. There, there are seasons that you have to go through that you may feel like you're wandering. You may feel like you're not going anywhere. You may feel like you don't know where you're going. That's the wilderness experience. But here's what the Bible teaches us is that the wilderness precedes the promised land. You got you to gotta go through the wilderness. As a matter of fact, for those of you who are in the wilderness now, you need to be excited because it means you're headed to the promised land. Amen. The children of Israel had to go through the, the wilderness to get to the promised land. And some of you are headed to the promised land and you got to go by way of the wilderness where you, you're not sure where you're going. You're not sure what's going on. But also the wilderness is, is important because it prepares you for ministry. It prepares you. The wilderness prepares you to do what it is God wants you to do. Amen. And I don't know if you were with Amen. me last week, but that's what Amen. we spent time talking about, the preparation season. Uh, I recognize that I, I've told God, I don't want to get on the platform of ministry until I'm ready. I don't want opportunities exposed to me that I'm not ready or prepared to handle. And so the wilderness prepares you to do ministry, prepares you to do great things, prepares you to be able to handle the platform when you get on the platform, when you get on the world scene, when you get recognized and acknowledged and people see the gifting and the anointing and the call that God has put on your life, the wilderness prepares you to be able to handle that. Uh, when you get to that business venture, when you become the president of your company, when you elevate and take that next step, where, what you're going through now prepares you to be able to handle that. Don't dodge out of the wilderness. Don't try to escape the wilderness. Don't try to run away from the wilderness. Recognize that you got to do that. When I passed it in King George, Virginia, it was a wilderness experience for me. But you know what I discovered? I learned now as I look back on it that God used my years, 55 miles one way from my home and dealing with often people who didn't see and understand what I was trying to communicate and do. God used that to prepare me to do what I'm doing today. And you need to understand that whatever it is that God has for you, the wilderness prepares you to be able to do it. Thirdly, the wilderness produces power. Jesus went through the wilderness. When he came out of the wilderness, the scripture says he had power. 
And so you got to go through the wilderness to be able to have power, to be anointed, to be, to be, to be able to have the anointing of God upon you. Jesus models that for us. So if the wilderness precedes the promised land, the wilderness prepares you for ministry, and the wilderness produces power. And so he says right in this passage right here that God's going to do a new thing and he's going to give you a road while you're in the wilderness. But here's the second thing. And here's what I, here's what I want to talk about today. It says right here in verse number 19, he's going to give us, he's going to spring up and you're going to know it because he's going to bring rivers in the desert. Rivers in the desert. He says, I'm going to give you rivers in the desert. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the fact that God is doing a new thing in the deserts. And I, again, I know people don't like being in the desert. It is not a pleasant place. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's an isolated, empty waste place, the desert. Let's talk about the desert. It's sandy. It's, it's incapable of sustaining life, certain types of life. Uh, God allows us to go through the deserts uh, and only a few things can make it in the desert season. It's a place where the shepherds have to drive their sheep away and out of the deserts. That's what the shepherd does because there's infertility there, it's desolate, it's bare. Uh, it was once inhabited but now it's devastated. Some of you are in seasons and times of your life that's a desert time. Here's what I discovered. I discovered See, the desert, the desert lacks moisture. The desert lacks water. The desert is incapable. It's a, it's a place that, that uh, you, you won't find the things that you need to sustain yourself there. That's the desert place. You might find some food in the wilderness, but you're not going to find any food. You're not going to find any water uh, in the wilderness. What happens in our spiritual journey and our walk with God are seasons and times of dryness need to spend a few moments talking with you about that today because some people walk away from God when they feel like they can't hear from God. Some people uh, close their Bible and stop reading when they can no longer see life in it and when it can no longer go through. That's what the desert experience is. It is the times when you feel like God has abandoned you and forgotten about you. God has stopped speaking to you or communicating with you or you feel as though God has gone silent on your situation and circumstance. That's a desert experience. And let me tell you something. That is a part of the Christian journey. That's a part of the Christian life. God wants to get us to a place and a maturity that we're not governing our choices and our decisions and our efforts. He doesn't want us making choices and decisions and being dry, driven just by our feelings or our emotions or what we sense. We got to learn to survive in the desert. And so he says, you're in the desert and you might feel like God has forgotten you. Matter of fact, all through Psalms, there are multiple places where the psalmist feels like God didn't hear him. It feels like God is silent and God's not communicating. It is a part of the journey. And it is my assignment today to prepare you and tell you and, and challenge you to understand that it is a part of, 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 of the walk that God has for you to do. You got to go through the desert. But God has a word for you today. God's told me to tell you that in those seasons of dryness and times when you feel like God is gone and nowhere to be found, it's my assignment to tell you today three things. Three points I have for you today. I want you to jot these down. These are very important. They're very simple words. You could probably remember them, but I'm going to expound on them. Here's the first thing. He wants you to recognize the problem. 
That yeah, there are problems when you're in the in the desert. There are problems. In verses 19 and 20, he tells us. Matter of fact, look at what he says in verse 19 and 20. I want you to see this. He says so. He says it's we're in this desert, but look what's in the desert. There's three things he mentions that are in the desert. There's beasts of the field are in the desert. There are jackals in the desert, and there are ostriches in the desert. Those three things right there. Verse verse number 20. Beasts of the field, jackals. And ostriches. What? What in the world? Why? What? What, what are we dealing with? Well, first of all, what is, the beasts are wild, wild things. It's a wild thing. <laughs> it's wild, wild animals. Is is what that recognizes? Dangerous, wild, unpredictable, wild animals. That's what the beast represents. That's what it means in the, the Hebrew word talks about these wild animals. And here's what this means. It means that God says, when he mentions that there's beasts that are there, there are beasts in our circumstances, there are beasts that we have to deal with. He's talking about unpredictable circumstances, unpredictable events, unpredictable, unexpected people and circumstances. Anybody here has gone through something that just popped out of, from out of nowhere that you didn't anticipate it coming, you didn't think it was going to be there, but bam, all of a sudden there it is in the midst of your life and in the midst of your circumstance. You, you didn't even think there was coming. Man, we're in the midst of a beast right now with this pandemic. Nobody expected it. We didn't think it would uh, have the impact that it's had, but all of a sudden it rises up from out of nowhere. It's a wild thing. It's unpredictable. Some of you are going through unpredictable things in your life. You've got challenges and issues and, 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 and circumstances that you didn't expect. He said there's a wild beast, but there's also some jackals. That's, that's a jackal. What is a jackal? I didn't even know what a jackal was. I did my research on the jackal. It's, it's in the wolf family. It's, it's, it's in the wolf family. I want you to hear this because there's some jackals in your life. And a jackal is... Uh, uh, in the wolf family, and here's, here's one of the major characteristics of a wolf. They are opportunistic. Y'all didn't hear what I'm saying here today. There are people who are opportunistic. Uh, I, I, they, they will take advantage, they will use you for their benefit. It, it's, it's not about blessing you, but they'll use you to help themselves. Y'all better be careful. There's some jackals that are jacking around, that are walking around, that they're opportunistic people who seek to use you and abuse you. I need people to know today God didn't call you to be abused and used. God's not uh, wanting you to be in a place to be abused and used. But I got word for you, y'all. Listen, y'all, there's some jackals in your life, right? Listen, write jackals, then write down the names of the people that are jackals, opportunistic people in your life. You know, you know who they are that want to use and abuse you. They don't, they don't care anything about you, care about your life, care about your circumstances. They don't care about benefiting you. They're not concerned about helping you get to where God wants you to be. They just want to use you for their own benefit. He said, there are jackals there, but hold up. There's another, there's another animal that's in your desert that you got to look, look out for. There are ostriches. Ostriches. What is, what, what is a, what, what, why is ostrich right here in the middle of this, this verse right here, this powerful verse? Why is it there? An ostrich is a bird that has wings, but it doesn't fly. It's flightless. They got feathers, they got wings, but it can't fly. Y'all need to be careful because you got some people who are either in your life or going to face your life or be around your life who aren't going anywhere. 
<laughs> they ain't doing nowhere. They prouncing around like they somebody. They acting like they big shots. They, they want to perpetrate that they got this going on. Go on and preach, Pastor Jenkins. They're perpetrating and acting like they got it together. But it's all, when it's all said and done, they ain't going nowhere. They're not going nowhere. They're not doing nothing. They're not becoming anything. They're just taking up space. They're ostriches. They, they're, but here's the thing that I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got people like that in your life. You got wild beasts. You got jackals. You got ostriches. But hold up. Look at what the text says. They're there. But guess what it says right here? It says in verse number 20, the beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. Listen, y'all, y'all got to get this. Y'all got to get this. Here's what God is saying. They're there, but God says, I'm going to change their nature. I'm going to change their behavior. I'm going to shift them to being all about themselves and I'm going to shift them to honor me. That's what God says. They're going to give me praise. I'm going to change what they do naturally and cause them in the in the process of their behavior to honor me y'all better get excited somebody ought to get excited about that point I'm excited that I don't have to say nothing do nothing to anybody God's going to change the those issues those people those circumstances those unexpected things those uh, opportunistic people those people in my life who ain't doing nothing ain't going nowhere just taking the space God said I'm going to shift their behavior shift their mindset shift who they are and cause them to function in a way that honors God what an amazing thing to think that there's some people who are in the domain of your life that God's going to change their behavior to, to be able to give him the glory and him the honor. And guess what? God will get the, God will get the praise and the honor when he shifts their behavior. Oh, that, now that makes me excited. I get, I, get, I get thrilled when I look at what God is capable of performing and doing. But here's the, that's the problem that God's going to make a change. As a matter of fact... Uh, that's my promise. That's point two, the promise. So we got a problem, but here's the promise. God is promising right here in the text that the beasts are going to honor him, the jackals are going to honor him, and the ostriches, he's going to shift them to honor him. Amen. That's a promise from God. That's what you got to hold on to, that we live and we serve a God who is capable of fulfilling his promises. I, that's what I love about the God we, that we serve, that he's going he's to shift and change uh, so that we can reach our destiny, that nobody can harm us, hurt us. They can't defeat us. They can't make us miss our, our destiny. They can't ruin our reputation. Oh, they'll try. They'll try to mess up your name. They'll try to get you fired on your job. They'll try to hurt you and defeat you. But oh, we serve a God who is so mighty and so powerful and so anointing that he makes a promise that he's says I am going to give you a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert and I'm even going to cause the beasts of the field and the jackals and the ostriches to change their behavior and their nature and their posture and they're going to honor me and bless you. Amen. 
I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but you need to stop being scared and being afraid of what people might try to do in your life. God's going to do the spectacular and he's going to give you road in the, a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And let me say this right here. Uh, I'm almost finished. I'm coming to a close. I'm bringing it to a conclusion. I'm pulling my boat into the dock. I'm landing my plane. I'm pulling my car into the garage. I'm coming to a conclusion. This is a short message, but I just want you to get the heart of what I'm trying to tell you today. God is about to do something spectacular in your life, in your heart. He's about to do a new thing. He's about to do something amazing. This is a new deal, a new day, a new deal, a new thing that God is working to come and burst forth on the scene in your behalf. And it begins with him changing the nature of the people that are surrounding you who are trying to hurt you, who are trying to pull you down, God says, I'm going to change their nature, change their behavior, change the way they normally operate. And God says, I'm going to cause them to honor me with their behavior. That's a promise from God. See, the thing that we can, some of y'all are walking around afraid and worried about how people can defeat you and hurt you and challenge you. But that's the great news we have is that we serve a God who is more than capable and more than able to work yes. miracles on your behalf. Yes. I feel excited about that. But hold up, I, I can't stop there. He says, I'm going to give you rivers in your desert. Yes. Oh, that's something to shout about too. The desert is dry. The desert has no, you can't sustain life because there's, there's no water. Uh, among other things, there's no water. You've got to have water to survive. God says, I'm not only going to give you water, I'm going to give you rivers with an S. I'm going to give you multiple places to drink. I'm going to give you multiple streams to, to dive into. God says, I am more than capable of taking a dry, empty place. And I know some of you feel like you're in a dry, empty place. And my assignment today, when I talk about the desert, y'all excuse me, I'm so excited about this because I've been in those dry places in my life. I'm so excited about it that I want you to know right now by the power of God, he's about to call streams and rivers and floods to come into your life that you're going to be drinking and drinking and drinking until you got more drink than you can handle. Rivers are coming into your life. Streams are coming into your life. They're going to flow and overflood you. There are rivers in your deserts. Rivers, 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 rivers are coming in your desert. That's a promise from God. There it is right here, verse 20. And he says, I I'm bringing rivers because I'm going to give drink to my people. My chosen. I'm going to get drinks. And let me, this is my third point. Here's the purpose of all of this. Here's the purpose. His, his point three in verses 20 and 21 is there's a purpose. God has a purpose behind your drama, a purpose behind what you're going through, a purpose about what he's seeking to accomplish. And here's what it says in verse 20. Uh, verse 20, he says, I'm giving drink to my people, my chosen. Y'all get this right here. He says, purpose is I've chosen you. I've picked you out. The, the thing that I love about God is that, that we don't recognize how much he loves us and how much he cares about us, how much he cares about you. He loves you. He cares about you. He sent his son Jesus to die for you. He loves you. And so he's chosen us. We are his chosen people. Plucked out, picked out, pulled out, declared uh, uh, by his hand. He saw wherever you were, he chose you in your 
ugliness, in your sin, in your misbehaving, in the bottom of the barrel, he chose you and everybody else looked past you and looked beyond you and didn't consider you and didn't like you and didn't want you. God says, I chose you. I love that. When I think about when nobody else wants me, Jesus wants me. When I think about nobody else picks me, he picked me and he has picked you loves you cares about you I don't know who I'm preaching to today but you may feel isolated you might feel by yourself you might feel unloved you might feel unwanted you might feel neglected I got great news for you God has chosen you I don't care what your past what your history what your circumstances I don't care what other people said about you he said you're my chosen I love that about it. that's what he says I want to give I'm going to give my people a drink. It's, I'm going to give you something to drink from. I'm going to give you something worth drinking. I'm going to give you water. I'm going to give you life. He says, because you are my chosen people. There's his purpose. He chose you. But that's not all he did. He says in verse number 21, he says, this is the people I have formed for myself. God, he says, I formed you. Oh, and there's something you got to shout about too. God says, I've shaped you. Everything about your life got shaped. I look back over my life and I think about all the circumstances that I've gone through and all of the experiences that I've had and, and the stuff that's caused me to cry and been difficult and challenging. I look back and I realize now that God used all of those things to shape my life, to help me be the person that I am and that I'm becoming and what I'm going through today and what I'm experiencing now God's using that to shape me and form me. I, I, I need y'all to understand you're in the forming process. He's the potter and we're the clay. And we're in a, a, a process of him forming and shaping us. I need you to get that in your heart and understand that whatever, whatever your journey, whatever your challenge, whatever your problems, whatever your issues, whatever, look, look past the people who are doing it and recognize, look past the circumstances and say, God is using this to shape me. God's using this to form me to be everything that he wants me to be. I had to come to grips with that and I need you to come to grips with that in your life. I didn't realize it while I was going through it. I didn't acknowledge it, didn't even know it. I didn't know that this is what it was. But now, now that I know, I don't get frustrated about whatever happens in my life. Whatever comes up, I say, I wonder what God's going to do. What's he doing now? Well, how's he going to use this? And that's what, that's what my assignment is to tell you today, is whatever your journey, whatever your, your drama, pain, circumstances might be, my assignment is to tell you, recognize that God is using it to form you. Do y'all see that right there in verse 21? This is the people I have formed for myself. God says, I'm forming you for me. That's what God says. I'm, I'm shaping you for me, for myself, he says. I'm shaping you for myself. You're being shaped for God. Now, let me, here's the purpose. God's sh shaping you. The circumstances is shaping you for his purpose. And let me, let me close right here. Here's my last thing I want to say. They shall declare my praise. So God is shaping you. The purpose is he's forming you. He's chosen you and he's forming you to praise his name. When it's all said and done, God is after us reaching the capacity in our lives to be able to give God praise. He wants you to be able to glorify him. You see, you see, 
nobody, God, God doesn't want the credit when, when you get the new car and you move in a new house, when you get the promotion. Anybody can praise the Lord. Everybody praise the Lord when everything's going well. But can you praise him in the midst of your drama and your pain? Can you praise him when you've been fired from your job? Can you praise him when your spouse walks out the door and say they don't want to be married to you no more? Can you praise him when sickness is ravaging your body? Can you praise him in the midst of difficult? I ain't hearing nobody say nothing today. That's all right. I hear the angels say, preach on, Pastor Jenkins. I hear the angels telling me that's the truth. Amen. I've learned to praise God regardless of my drama, regardless of my circumstances, regardless of what people say, regardless of how I'm treated. I've learned that God, the God I serve, is worthy of me from the depths of my heart, giving him praise and giving him glory and giving him worship. He's worthy of that. And, and that's what he's working on, getting you through the wilderness and getting you through the desert so you can have a level of maturity so that no matter what your circumstances are, you know that the God we serve is worthy of all of our praise. And that's, why, that's why I'm excited today. That's, that's why I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled because in the new thing God's going to do is he's going to put a road in your wilderness and give you rivers in your desert. He's going to work a miracle on your behalf. He's going to work it out for you. It's a new thing. You, you need to get this down in your soul. It's a new thing. Who am I preaching to today? You've been frustrated. You've been upset. You've been mad. You've been crying. You felt lonely. You felt abandoned. You felt by yourself. You felt like nobody cared. But I'm here to shout loud to you today and say that God is still alive and he's about to do a new thing in your life it's coming down the pike it's coming down the road he will do a new thing for you it's a new thing get ready get prepared he's going to do a new thing you've had you've had problems but he's given a promise and he has a purpose whoever i'm preaching to today i need you to get this in your heart He's going to change the behavior of the beast in your life. He's going to change the nature of the jackals in your life and the ostriches. They, they're all going to change. They're opportunistic, wild, unpredictable. Some ain't going nowhere, ain't doing nothing, and they're trying to drag you down with them. God's going to change their nature and bring them to a point to bring worship and honor to the God that we serve. As a matter of fact, you're not an ostrich. You're not a jackal. You're not a beast. You are God's chosen. You are God's chosen. He chose you. He loves you. He, he's forming you for his glory, for his honor. He's, he chose you. Maybe you were a jackal. Maybe you were a wild beast. Maybe you used to do the wild thing. Maybe you used to be an ostrich. Maybe you used to be one that had wings but wasn't going nowhere. And he's changed your nature. <laughs> he changed you. He can change you if you are. He can make you a brand new creation. If you don't know the Lord Jesus, he'll change you. He'll change your heart. He wants to bring a road in your wilderness and rivers in your desert. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. You've been chosen by God. He has shaped your life to be everything he wants you to be. 
If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.